For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce. Isaac, what's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, Doc? Man, it's that time of the year, man. The checks are big and the stats count. So let's get football started, man. No doubt about it. I feel you. A lot to talk about on today's show. Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback, finally getting his money from the Rams, and he got a whole stack of it. He got that loot. Of course, we're going to talk about that. The Rams have the 53. They are going to kick off with against the Dallas Cowboys in the first game of the 2020 season for our Rams. What chance does this collection of players Give us as we try to win the Super Bowl. LeBron James makes a little history and also has some things to say about a history-making Rams team. The greatest show on turf. And now it's really time to get ready for them Cowboys because the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I put my money on the Rams over the Cowboys in week one. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonus. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. First off, Isaac, Jalen Ramsey, man. We had the talk, man, coming into cap with Jalen Ramsey, whom the Rams traded for last year, gave up two first-round draft picks to bring him to La La Town. A lot was said about a week ago, and, you know, I heard some Ram fans saying, hey, Jalen Ramsey has unfollowed the Rams on all social media platforms because that was just a ploy because Jalen wanted to get that loot, and damn, he got that loot. Five years, $105 million. $71 million guaranteed. Man, I always get excited when I see guys in the league get, get paid like this, man. And, and uh, you know, Jalen has truly earned it. I mean, he's uh, one of the premier defensive backs in our league, and now he's being paid like one. So, you know, on a personal note, whenever I see something like this, I always say, praise the Lord, I'm next, man, for them big contracts like that. But, you know, definitely, he's definitely put in his work. Uh, he's one of those guys, Doc, who who, who, who doesn't just sit back uh, being who he was the year before. He's always looking to get better. He's always wanting to take the, the biggest assignment, uh, the biggest opposing receiver, uh, biggest threat from the uh, opposing teams, and he, he'll have a lot of that to do in this division this year. But truly an amazing feat for this guy, man. He's, he's paid his dues, 
and uh, it was rewarded by the Rams in a $105 million contract, man. Congratulations, Jalen. No doubt about it. And we know the kind of talent he is and the kind of player he is because we've seen how he's tried to coach up some of the DBs and be the ultimate team player and hope some of the and help some of these younger players as we watch hard knocks. But this kind of money, Isaac, $105 million, man, $71 million, that puts a different level of pressure on you, though, right? Because it's like fans, man, they see the $71 million guaranteed and they see that $105 million. In their mind, man, no one should ever catch a pass on you Ever. I don't give a damn if you if, if, if heard of anything. That's how fans think. But does this put a different level of pressure on you, man? Well, I don't think the pressure from fans can compare to the, the pressure that guys like Jalen put on themselves. I mean, uh, you know, they want to be the best. I mean, they're, they're, they're legacy minded. So they're, they're more in tune than what people say about them after their career is finished, uh, as opposed to what's being said right now, because. You know, you look at Jalen, man, he, he's done everything as far as keeping his body healthy, being on the field, being available for the teams that he's played for thus far. And, you know, I mean, as far as other people catching balls on, on him, we got to remember from a standpoint, standpoint, you know, these players who catch passes on him, who, who may or may not catch passes on, on Jalen, they're on scholarship too. So it, it's a job for both guys. But um, I think the pressure that's that's on Jalen, if there's any, is is only coming from himself. So. I love guys like that, man, guys who stand to the forefront, who want to go on the front line and be the first one, first guys off the bus, first guys out of the locker room and take the biggest assignment that an opposing team can come in and, and uh, offer offer against you. Now, uh, I'm pretty sure you've been around players, man, who wanted a new contract and was waiting for it, man, and I know I have as well, man. It's almost like uh, – uh, do you think his interactions with the head coach and with the GM when he see Les Snead and Sean McVay uh, on the practice field, you think they, they kind of changed, man? Because, you know, when you want that money and you hadn't gotten it yet, you might be a little short when you say, hey, you might be a little short in your conversations. Like, Sean, you know, Coach McVay be like, Jalen, how you doing? Before that loot, it was like, what's up, man? I'm good. I keep it pushing. Les Snead, Jalen, how you doing? What's up, Les? I'm good. You keep pushing. Now you got that $105 million. Jalen, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up, McVeigh? You good? What's what's up, Sneed? What's up, my guy? Everything as well. So you think you think his interactions, man, with 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 staff and coaches, kind of changed, man, uh, uh, when you get that money? Because I'm pretty sure you've been around some players who, who wanted a new contract, and uh, they kind of let it be known. I mean, I would I would hope not. I would hope that isn't the situation. But you know, from a fleshly standpoint, man, we all have that opportunity, Doc. I mean, uh, you know, guys want to get paid. Guys want to be promoted. Um, you know, but but in, in, but in actuality, you know, from that standpoint, it's all about where your trust is and who you who you're believing in. Uh, you think these guys can hold you back? Well, if that's what you're thinking, that's 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 correct. Now, if you think these guys can't hold you back, that's also correct. So, you know, it, it depends on the mindset that you have. I mean, you, you may have everything in the world telling you to, you know, be disruptive or not be a team player or do your own thing. But at the same time, you have to realize that you're not only playing for yourself, but you're playing for the other 10 guys that are on the field for you. And uh, if you choose to come into training camp and you got to choose to be a professional and do your job. So that's part of it. And let let things take care of themselves. Also, although that you can be a participant of it, but let things carry out, take care of themselves. And, and as we see from this standpoint, you know, it, it, it worked out well for Jalen. Hey, it also worked out well for you because you've been in this position a couple of times, man. How did you handle it? Because I know there was a point, man, you were straight balling, one of the best receivers in the NFL, and you had a contract situation coming up. But I remember back in those days, 
You didn't make a lot of noise, man. You just went went about doing your business. Wasn't nothing to be said. But tell the people how you handled this situation when you were up for a new deal and knowing what you was worth and hoping you would get what you were worth and you just really had to sit back and wait. Well, here's the thing, though, and, and this is a tweet right here. Some of our listeners probably can tweet this out, but silence is uh, confident. Confidence is silent. You know what I'm saying? When you're not confident, you're pretty much loud. Uh, you want to speak on everything. Uh, you're not sure. There's some insecurities going on on the inside of you. But when you're confident, you're more silent. You know, for me, uh, you know, I tell this story quite often. Uh, my contract was up along with another Pro Bowl player that we had on the team at that time. Our contracts were both up, but the Rams could only max out one player at that time. So, you know, I took the approach of really doing it, you know, what I call the kingdom way. That's that's sowing the seed and reaping the harvest. So and just keeping your mouth shut and being thankful for what I have, you know, just to be honest, uh, you know, the other person that his contract was up, you know, he was pretty boisterous about it. He was loud about it. Every time you ask him about it, you know, he, he had something to say. Uh, if you ask him, you know, if the sun was going to be out, you know, he brought up his contract or if the moon was going to shine tonight, he brought his contract up, you know, and, and you know, for me on a, on a personal note, you know, just being a believer, I, I, you know, I didn't want to handle it that way. I wanted to receive the victory and not fight the battle. If you get what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, I just took it the kingdom approach, man. I, I, I sowed a seed and just even more down to the level of what I'm talking about. I went to my bank account. I found a, a, a charity where I could you know, be a blessing to them. And when I was being a blessing to them before long, it wasn't long before the Rams decided to extend my contract as opposed to the other person. So if you can learn anything from that, man, you know, confidence is silent and you don't have to tell everybody your business at all times. And just let people see you shine like the sun, like the moon. No doubt about it, man. So it's one of them situations I know, man, playing for the Rams, man, they feed you breakfast in the morning. They have the breakfast food all decked out in the, in the locker room. Be like, hey, 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 bro, this is the guy who probably wanted the new, you know, wanted a new country. Hey, you, you try some of them, them eggs and them waffles? No, man, ain't none of that, man. I need my money. <laughs> I got you, bro. I always, no matter what you, what you say to them, they want to talk. They want to talk about that loot. I, I understand, but yeah, you did get maxed out, man. We know the career you had, but once again, man, Jalen Ramsey, congratulations, salute, young royal, all praises to the Most High, man. You you really really deserve it. Also, the greatest show on turf deserves a lot of praise, a lot of accolades because you all did some things, man. Man, everybody know how cold you all are. I don't think if if, if anybody doesn't remember, man, just how cold you all. I say, oh, I ain't gonna say were. Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, Tory Holt, Isaac King, Kurt Warner. But, you know, I like to throw Tony Horn in there too, man, because Tony Horn was a nice little kickoff returner. But anyway, LeBron James, Isaac, has some great things to say about the greatest show on turf, man. After uh, uh, game one against the Houston Rockets in the playoffs, they asked him about the Houston Rockets. And LeBron said, hey, man, the Houston Rockets – Remind him of the greatest show on turf, and he names you all by name. Isaac, Bruce, Torrey, Holt, Isaac King, Marshall Falk. I mean, that's, that's some high accolades and some high praise, and it's good to see a player like LeBron because he probably, I mean, because he was a wide receiver. He played wide receiver in high school football, so he knows football. But just to see him give shout-out to players like yourself, that era at what you all put up. When you initially heard it, Isaac, you know, what's the first thing came to your mind, man? I'll tell you what, man, LeBron James is one of the best basketball players to, to play the sport, playing the NBA, one of the, one of the best, one of the better athletes I've ever seen. 
he's going to be going head to head here with the NFL here real soon. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic about that. But, you know, you know, when when you know, when we were playing uh, in St. Louis and when we had that unit together, uh, you know, one of the biggest thought processes for for each of us was leaving a legacy and being able to be mentioned way beyond your playing days. And, and, and to me, that's what happened. I mean, we, we were at it to uh, inspire. We were at it to uh, leave that legacy and to have people speaking and talking about what we did, you know, in the 90s and the late 90s, the early 2000s, you know, for, for years to come. And that I, I, I wasn't surprised. I think the hard work, uh, the dedication that we put into the field really showed off. And, you know, with Mr. LeBron James mentioning uh, you know, our feats, our efforts on the team. And it's, it's great to have not only football teams in the NFL, not only teams in college football, but also basketball teams be compared to what we did on the field. It's humbling. And, uh, you know, not the first time the Houston Rockets were compared. Uh, the Golden State Warriors were compared to what we did uh, years ago. So it's humbling in, 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 in a sense. And uh, it's, 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 it's cool to be uh, spoken of uh, by one of the best players, athletes to play any sport, LeBron James. And what I like about it, man, is that LeBron has a whole different age group of fans. So when LeBron says that, man, you have people that wasn't born yet or people who were very young who may not remember, the first thing they're doing is going to Google, going to YouTube, greatest show on turf. So that's putting a whole different set of eyes on you all, man, because all of us know how great you are, man. But it's just good to see LeBron James, someone of his stature, show respect because it's all about showing respect for the players and the guys and the superstars that came before you. And it's just good to see that he understands and realizes that. But my whole question is that if, if he comparing the Houston Rockets to the greatest show on turf, who was who? Is Isaac James Harden? Is Marshall Falk James Harden? Who was Russell Westbrook? Is that Isaac? Is that Torrey Holt? You know what I'm saying? That's that's my question for you, LeBron. Who's who, man? If if you had to compare yourself to somebody on the Houston Rockets squad, and I know you, I know how you are, Isaac, because you're an, 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 uh, uh, incomparable but who would you put – You would you be Harden or would you be Westbrook? Or would Westbrook be you or would Harden be you? Well, let's be honest. I, I, I honestly have to say James Harden would be Marshall Falk. I mean, because he was the engine. Uh, you know, he, he, the, like I always say, you need a running game. You need yeah. a person to finish games off. When that four-minute offensive time comes, it's time to do that. I mean, if I had to pick who, who, who I was, I'd say Russell Westbrook. I think my jump shot would be a little bit better. I mean, I proved that to you on many occasions. Oh, on come Saturday. on, bro. No, man, you just play good defense. I don't know about you. Yeah, you're Jay, you're Jay nice. You're Jay nice. <laughs> but, it, but it, you know, but we all possess the same qualities of each one of those players. We can score. We can play defense. Uh, we, can, we can get the fight started, as Frank Gans used to say. And, you know, we can have that motor running like, like a Westbrook. And, and not only that, we're, we're tough like, like, like uh, P.J., uh, the, the corner three man. We, we, we had that toughness. We're willing to go in and battle and get physical. We need it. And at the same time, you know, just the just that dispensation that we played under. You know, guys had the ability to take our heads off. They could they could hit us. They could tackle us. And um, you know, we had that that toughness that you know that those teams showed that Eric Gordon is showing right now. That toughness to go in and play and, and keep driving the ball to the middle. So, um, you know, the quickness and speed. That that Oz had, I always call Oz the best start and stop guy ever been yes, around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, just having that 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 ability, that that regal mentality, but at the same time, we can get we can get grimy if you want to get grimy. No doubt about it. Isaac King, what's up, man? I don't know you, man, but I've been watching you for a long time, man. You're real good friends with my brother Isaac, man. I used to love to see you get that joint and just get gone. 
Cause you, you, you fellas were absolutely amazing to watch, man. Hey, shout out, man. And shout out to you too, LeBron. And shout out to you all as well. But you know what? Also shout out to our advertisers. It's time for a quick timeout. When time is back in, we're going to finish this thing as we talk about hard knocks because the Rams got this roster set. We're ready to go to battle, my man. Having a home is a blessing, and having a great heating and air conditioning system for that home is also a blessing. At Opox, we help you take care of that blessing by making sure your heating and air conditioning system is running properly. Our expert technicians have decades of experience, and our experience will make sure your experience at home is a comfortable one. Call Opox today at 901-443-5153 for your heating, air conditioning, water heater, and furnace services. Opox. Keeping you warm in the winter, cool in the summer. Welcome back to Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc. He is Isaac. Isaac, hard knocks is finally over because training camp is over. Last episode, focus on cuts. Our Rams let some people go, including, I told you people, man. Now, we got the 53-man roster. Now, the Rams have brought a couple of people in since then. But I I told people they were setting you up for an emotional tie-in. They were showing Dante Dion a lot. They were showing Clay Johnston a lot. And I know how television people do. They wanted you to get emotionally bested in these people because they knew they were probably going to get released. And that's exactly what happened. Dante Dion been on the practice squad, call him in, let him go. But, hey, practice squad, good money, man. You want to make the 53-man roster, but practice squad, you practice. I mean, you work about three, four days a week, man, get a nice little check. But Clay Johnston is the one. That guy from Baylor, man, they showed him a lot, had a lot of camera time. He, you know, said a lot of gosh gollies and all that stuff, had a lot of people loving him. But call him in. He was actually gone. He thought he had made it. That's On cut day, don't ever assume you've made it, man, because, hey, look, the day the day was gone. It was hours into he He came over there early, and I, I remember, man, you want to come over there early, and you'd be like, okay, I'm just going to sit back and wait to see if they're going to let me go. So hours passed, hours passed. His name had got called, so my man was gone. They said he was about an hour and a half away. Then he got big – yo guy, big, yo guy, big Ray Agnew. Hit him back up. Clay, where you at? You need to run that on back, man. Hey, bring that iPod pad with you too, man, because we're going to have to let you go. But uh, a draft pick getting getting released, man, uh, Clay Johnston, I mean – I'm pretty sure that didn't surprise you at all. And you also said about Dante Dion, he's doing a lot of talking. But you get you get kind of quiet once cut day comes uh, on. And uh, that's what that last episode of Hard Knocks focused on, man. But really no surprise cuts. But you surprised they let Clay go? I- I'm more shocked that Ray Agnew has become the grim. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Ray Agnew, my former teammate, man, good friend of mine. You know, we talk frequently. But uh, he becoming the Grim Reaper, trust me, it does not fit him at all. So um, not surprised by the, by the cut. You know, we talk about it all the time, Doc. It's a business, man. And, and the Rams have to get down to that 53 uh, cut down number uh, before a certain time. And just, just the dynamics of the whole thing. You know, like we mentioned earlier, uh, this is probably some of these guys' first real football failures. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. being able to make a team when they've probably been the star of a team everywhere they've gone. And uh, have to be demoted in this in this fashion, you know. It's it's a life le- life lesson, and, uh, and 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 also we say, you know, you fall down six, seven times, man. Get up eight. Be prepared for the next opportunity, and uh, you know, hopefully it opens eyes to let people know that football isn't the only avenue. I mean, uh, there are other avenues uh, to be successful in. So take the lessons that you learn from the guys you you've been around the last four, three, four months. And uh, add them to whatever you're doing else in life, man. And uh, hopefully this football thing works out for them. But for those who choose to go another route, all the best to them. 
it does hurt though, man. That, well, watching Ray Agnew, man, you know he, he he seems to be a cool dude, man. He making that phone call. Some of, hey, look, bro, we're gonna have to. I mean, you don't have to. T- I mean, you don't have to tell them you're letting them go because they know once you call, they know it's over, man. And it's day, but it's that day. But hey, why are you so surprised that it's Ray Agnew? He, he he's the Grim Reaper right now, Ice. Hey, man, listen. This is a a, a dear brother of mine, a, a faith walking brother of mine, a Bible thumping brother of mine. Just to see this guy. As the green, the grim reaper with the sickle in his hand, <laughs> dialing and texting and, and cutting people virtually and in their faces. I mean, it just doesn't fit him, man. I mean, they they could have made him a star. I told him he's going to L.A. to be a star. You know, pick another way to be a star. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's a star now, but he's a star in the wrong way. They're gonna be like, man, that dude, that dude, an a hole, man. He the one's got to call and make. But hey, that's his job, man. And uh, thankfully, man, they really showed the guys only showed the guys who were getting released that was going to make the practice squad because you didn't really show all the other guys because I'm pretty sure it was some tears shed, man, when you cut a guy because, heck, I, sh- I shed some tears. That was my first time ever being cut from anything, man, so it does hurt. But the roster is now set. We got 53. Let me run through it right quick, man. No surprises at quarterback. You know, golf is, is the man. John Walford running, uh, uh, running behind him. Running back, Malcolm Brown listed as the starter. Daryl Henderson listed at number two, and Cam Akers listed at number three. Now, Daryl probably is going to be out uh, this first game against the Cowboys because he's dealing with that hamstring, man. You don't want to mess that up. So, really, no surprises there. Uh, I expect Cam Akers to get a lot of carries, man. Maybe not in this first game, but eventually he probably will be running back number one. Something kind of surprising, Van Jefferson is listed behind Josh Reynolds, meaning he won't start the game as the third receiver. Now, is that kind of surprising to you? Because it seemed like Van, from everything we saw and heard, had a very good training camp and impressed. But I guess they probably want to bring him in slowly. But are, are you surprised at all that Van is, wasn't able to beat Josh to be that number three receiver? Not surprising at all, man. we got to realize and understand, you know, Reynolds has been in this system for a very long time. He knows all three positions, which is uh, to his advantage. And uh, he makes plays. I mean, we talked about, you know, him having an opportunity once we lost uh, Brandon Cooks and uh, having the opportunity to be that third person, he's look, it looks like he's taking advantage of it. So, um, you know, the way the teams throw the football around, we're going to need everybody. Van's going to be needed. And, uh, you know, that fight's not going to end in training camp. It, it really just started. So we'll see where Van fits and uh, how he fits. But as, as of right now, uh, you know, Reynolds is that guy. So hopefully he takes full advantage of it. But is it for is it to Van's uh, benefit to not be pushed into the starting role in this first game of the season, so he can just sit back and look, man, and kind of get a feel for the game? Because oh, it's different. Because I'm pretty sure he really hadn't been hit or tackled yet because no preseason games, and they really weren't doing a lot of that camp. So you think that's to his advantage to be able to sit back and just watch and get a feel for the game on the sideline before he actually goes out there. You know, from from a standpoint of uh, being in the NFL, I don't think that there's a benefit for him because that fire is going to be hot anytime he gets into it. It can be game week 15, 16, week yeah. one. It's going to be just as hot as week week preseason games. So, yeah. you know, whenever he gets his opportunities, he's just going to have to take full advantage of it and just make sure he knows his assignment. Uh, and and when he when he grabs a hold of a position, a starting position, just hold on to it. No surprises on their offensive line, now, other than the fact that they're extremely young, man. You take Andrew Whitworth out of there, I think they average about 23 years of age or something like that. So we need them to play well, man, because golf has to be protected, and we got to be able to run that ball, man. 
because like, as we know, that play action pass, man, is what Jerry Goff is extremely good at. And that is how he's the most successful defense. Pretty much what we thought. We got Michael Brockers, defensive end, Sebastian Joseph at the nose. Aaron Donald, that dude is there in the middle, raising hell. Outside linebackers, we got Ecubon and Floyd. Inside linebackers, we got Kaiser and Reeder. Corners, we got Hill and that guy, Jalen Ramsey, with them big bucks. Strong safety, Taylor Rapp. Free safety, John Johnson III. He's also, I think, a first-time captain as well, man. So that's cool. that's huge. Samuel Sloming wins the comp- kicking competition. So we ready, man. This roster, man, are you, you, from what you see at this roster, man, you, you, you think this is a nice little look, man, because we're trying to get not only trying to get back to the playoffs, man, we're trying to win the Super Bowl. Does this roster give you confidence as it stands right now, opening the season that uh, it gives us a good chance to do that? Well, we better be confident. I mean, based on uh, really just on who, you know, the, the executives have brought in to, to the fold and, and the product that we're going to be presenting uh, this coming Sunday night. But, you know, it's really hard to project, Doc, because, you know, without with the absence of preseason games, once again, at least in the past, we would see first team offense, first team defense or uh, trying to put our kicker, our new kicker in a pressure situation to see how he responds. But we've had none of that. So, um, you know, we it, it's hard to predict how we're going to uh, respond to the season. I mean, after a week or two, I, I, we have to just, you know, have have this preseason mentality going into the first four weeks of the season just to really have guys gel. I mean, I really feel sorry for the offensive line because how many live opportunities did you have to gel with these new guys? So. Yeah. We, I mean, it's gonna, it's, we're going to have to play it out. We have to be played on the field. So uh, just to really see how these guys really respond to games, game-type action. No doubt about it, man. And you're right, man. It's no preseason game, so it's going to be tough, man. So uh, <clears throat> everybody well, – the, the good thing about it is, is, is everybody, you know, going into the season, man, with no preseason game, so having time to jail. But like you say, when you got a young squad like the Rams, man, who need to jail and get some chemistry, that's tough. And when you have a team – full of veterans like the Dallas Cowboys have, they may not need as, as much time to jail because they've been jailing with the, one another for several years now. But it is that time, man. We're going to kick off this season, man. Dallas Cowboys, man, hey, we got to get back at them anyway because they beat us pretty bad last season, man. And they did it by running that rock. They did it by making some plays. We talked about it, man. 263 rushing yards they put on us last year. So we cannot allow that to happen this season at all, man. And we went to D Town, man. They, they they put that they they put that beat down on us. But this year, some things have changed. The Cowboys got a new head coach, Mike McCarthy. Rams, we have some new coaches as well. Offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, new defensive coordinator Brandon Staley. So I'm I'm really curious to see how this little three four hybrid scheme is uh going to work. Now both teams have some playmakers. The Rams, we got Cup, Golf, Robert Woods, Tyler Hickby, Ramsey, Donald, Dar- Daryl Henderson has the ability but he probably won't be available in his first game. And the Cowboys got Dak, Ezekiel, Amari Cooper, wide receivers, Michael Gallup, and that rookie, CeCe Lamb. Isaac, hey, man, it's time to ball out, man. First game in SoFi Stadium, man, those Cowboys coming in here, man. We talked about it. Like I said, we got to be better on defense, but we also got to be better on offense, got to be better running the ball because uh, we didn't do that at all. But we've talked about it before. We talked about it again. Week one, man, the intensity changes. Everything changes. It's time to focus Put that strap up and let's go. I'll tell you what, Doc. I think from a defensive standpoint is where we'll win this football game, Doc, because, uh, you know, like we've been talking, the offenses, the offensive line, we haven't really had 
real game time action to jail. So, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of film watching. You know, you mentioned McCarthy being a new head coach over at Dallas. So we've probably been watching a lot of uh, Aaron Rodgers old film just to try to pick up on that West Coast style offense that he he likes to run. And, um, you know, he has a running back now. He has Ezekiel Elliott, something probably he didn't have in Green Bay a lot of those years. So um, I think just winning this game, really putting pressure on Dak, forcing uh, Dak to win or, or play a perfect game is, is going to be up to our defense. And, and the way that the new defensive coordinator over at, at the Rams can really put pressure on Dak, uh, trying to lock up these receivers that they, these guys have that they're going to present. I see a lot of 21 personnel coming from Dallas. And hopefully, you know, up front, you know, Aaron Donald will be Aaron Donald and take this thing to the next level and disrupt anything that the Cowboys want to do. And we come out strong and, and, and win this game. And it's, it's tough, man, because we're not going to really have a home field advantage, man. I'm true, they got to travel to L.A. You know, they got to travel playing Inglewood. But as far as the fans being there, man, no fans involved uh, being at the game. So that takes the home court advantage away from us, man. But I just think it's just in, in imperative for us to get off on a winning like I said, we did it last year, started 3-0, and man, then kind of slid. But bringing that Dallas squad in here because they have all kinds of expectations as well. And Dak, you know, he may be coming in, Lou. Well, he, well he's coming in with a lot to prove as well because he wanted a long-time contract. Cowboys really haven't given it to him. And people keep talking about Ezekiel Elliott, man, but I'm looking at him. He was awful last year. But, damn, dude ran for almost 1,400 yards. So we got to stop him and – and we pulled five Memphis Tigers, man, Isaac Memphis Tigers, but they got that Memphis Tiger over there, Tony Pollard, man. He gave us the work last season, man, ran for more than 100 yards. So we got to be able to stop what Ezekiel Ellen and Tony Pollard is doing in that Rams offense. And they have those wide receivers who can make plays now with Gallup and CeCe Lamb. And we talked about that Dallas defense, man. That Dallas defense is kind of underrated. We don't talk about them as much. And you talked about them uh, having Alden Smith, man. Now he's – coming out there and he's playing some ball. So uh, just the intensity of this game one. Now, you know, as a vet, preseason is over. Well, we didn't have preseason, but training camp is over. The mental shift, the mindset shift, how does it shift from, okay, last week of training camp, first day of the game week, first game of the season, mentally, how does that shift, Isaac? Well, the shifting starts, uh, you know, within yourselves as far as having an identity of who you are as a team, as a Los Angeles Ram. 2020 uh, edition team, uh, who we are, what we're going to do, what's our focus, uh, what the mission is. And when you face a team like the Dallas Cowboys, it's an NFC op opponent. So who knows what ramifications this first game could have down the season. So we want to make sure that, you know, when you face an NFC opponent, that uh, you take care of business, especially at home. Uh, start starting to get prepared to having your mind right to, to, to face your division opponents, because these games are critical. I mean, these these are these are the type of games that that can affect seeding down the road as far as playoffs are concerned. And hopefully, you know, that's the talk within the locker rooms, you know, from our leaders like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey's guys are making guys, getting guys ready, getting them mentally prepared and focus on uh, the job at hand as far as facing an NFC opponent. So um, it should be held to the utmost support importance that. You know, you take care of these games because if you see Dallas again, you want it back in SoFi Stadium down the road in the conference of home where we have a better chance of winning a playoff game. And leadership going into the season and leadership going into a game like this is extremely important. We talked about it briefly that the Rams did name their captains. 
uh, for the season. Of course, Aaron Donald is one. Jared Goff is one. We got a couple of first-time captains, like we said, John Johnson the third. I think he's one. But uh, is it surprising to you, man, that Jalen Ramsey wasn't voted as a captain, seeing that he is a leader and now you know he's one of the best players on the team? Is it always surprising when one of your best players is not voted captain? Does that mean anything, or what do you think, Ike? I don't think it means much. I mean, you probably can only have maybe one, two, or three captains on the team. And, uh, you, you know, the guys that were chosen, uh, you know, it's a it's a team uh, uh, vote who votes uh, for these guys. But at the same time, you have a, a guy like Jalen Ramsey. He's probably next in line. He's probably one of the vocal leaders in a locker room. Uh, he, he also does it with his ability, uh, showing leadership from that standpoint. But I don't think it means anything from a negative standpoint. But at the same time, you know, I think Jalen has the ability to lead guys, especially the defensive backfield, uh, to spread some of the knowledge that he he's attained throughout his his time in the NFL and help help that that group grow. So from that standpoint, he is a leader. But you only have three C's to put on a jersey, and that's who the guys chose. And plus, anyway, man, when you're one of the best players on the team, man, you're out there making plays and you get making the money that. You're making, you're getting paid. Oh, you're one of the leaders anyway. And whether they call you a captain or not, people are watching you, people are listening to you, and every time you got something to say, they're going to listen and they're going to watch how you do what you do and how you do it. So, hey, man, week one is upon us. Time to play some football, man. But before we get out of here, man, you know, a quick prayer to everybody in California. Those wildfires are hitting pretty hard now, man. So prayer to everybody that uh, everybody stays safe and uh, be okay because, you know, just watching uh, – what I saw, the sky, man, in San Francisco. Did you see that, man, San Francisco? It was like 10 in the morning, and it looked like it was in the dead of night. It was just a reddish-orange tint over the whole – I mean, it looked it looked like – I mean, the quote from the newspaper article, apocalyptic. <laughs> it seems prophetic. It yeah, does it it? Does, yeah, it does. It's, it, it really does, man. I mean, it's just – wow, man. It's just It was just a scary sight, scary sight, so – but uh, hey, but anything, Ice, anything you want to add, man, before we get up out of here, man? No, nah, man, I think we covered it all, man. Um, you know what? We're, we're praying for a successful season. Our brothers who are out there playing, uh, the mission that they are playing for, uh, a lot of these guys will be uh, really representing who we are as a people. And they're, they're going to make that known. And, you know, my heart, my prayers are with them. I'm standing with them. And um, just, just letting, continuing to let the world know that. You know, that we are a people, uh, that we do matter, uh, we are valuable, uh, we are chosen, and uh, they'll be playing football at the same time, keeping that message at the front uh, of their mind. Go out and make your plays, big tackles, interceptions, touchdowns, and at the same time, when being interviewed, just, just remind the people who we are and that we do matter. Amen, amen. I'm with you on that, man. That's going to do it for another episode of Rambling with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce, the great Hall of Famer, gold jacket-bearing with the bust. And Ken, Isaac Bruce, until next week, we out.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.